I think it's important if you are not doing video in part of your reach out to your clients or just creating evergreen content that exists on the internet so you don't have to always be talking to your clients, it's talking for you. I think it's important that you just create content. So just eliminate hurdles. If you think because you sound like crap, you won't record video, then just get something very quickly for a mic. Just do it so that you know you're done and remove any barriers to shooting video. Shooting video should be as simple as I'm out there right now. I saw something cool. Even if it's not cool, I just want you to know about it because I want to stay relevant. Just shoot whatever you got. Always have the good enough material available always have your iPhone on you always have a mic available to you so you can go shoot that remove the hurdles people generally get in their own head about what they have or you know what it looks like right now or what, how, how their hair looks and that kind of stuff and so you keep creating hurdles in your own path to getting content out there so that just it eliminates your content entirely I think in video can to your point okay production is amazing I think done is far better than perfect in my opinion especially if you're talking about putting on Instagram stories that are only gonna live for 24 hours and then they're gone I would rather get on on a client's feed for 24 hours and not be perfect rather than it wait on getting it perfect and then not deliver the content entirely and miss the boat on that yes. whatever hey welcome to what's working in real estate where donnie mangos and ken yim get together and talk about what's working for our big teams in real estate at our brokerage keller williams referred urban realty thanks for joining what's up guys welcome to the podcast What's working in real estate with my host, co-host Donnie Mangos, and I'm Ken Yim. And we have another friend of ours from the industry, John Chai at Union Capital Realty. Different Hi. brokerage, but uh, still a really good friend. So let's talk about today's content. Uh, it's about using video to sell real estate. You know, a lot of times you'll see on the internet, you'll see uh, social media profiles. I'm sure you follow a lot of them on creating good, engaging video content. and. Uh, John just started his YouTube channel, for example, and he's a student of this, trying to learn <laughs> how to create video. Uh, what are you guys seeing out there? I think we'll let John speak first. He's the guest of the show. So, John, what are you noticing out there is working uh, in real estate along the lines of video? I think, I think in terms of just doing any sort of content out there, you know, and getting started is probably the biggest hurdle. But from what I see, you know, people are quite active. You can get some very professional videos done through your iPhone even. Uh, some of my friends that, you know, even Ken knows where they operate their whole platform uh, through iPhone and the content comes out amazing. I think the biggest step is to start doing it, whether it's good or bad. I think, you know, as long as you get it out there and people start commenting, you know, it starts to drive traffic. And, you know, I'm, a, I'm probably a late bloomer to this. Um, a lot of my friends, my agents actually, are quite active on doing this and you know ken was ken's uh new venture was you know very very good in giving me a helping hand on starting my first video and i spent probably four hours last night with him figuring out how to put up a banner but you know got it done um and i and i truly do believe like uh it's definitely a, a new avenue of finding business and you know i think the content um is very very important you know and you know, ensuring that you deliver true content, I think is the most important thing where I'm seeing a lot of people now are shifting towards uh, um, um, delivering content that is true to the market, whether it's good news, bad news, and it's just education is very, very important. And it definitely is helping even myself find new clients uh, by way of educating through video. Yeah, and I think um, certainly consistency is the key that you have to do this, right? Um, you know, if you're not in video, I think you're, you're losing out. There's a lot of dinosaur agents that don't really understand how to do this. 
at the same time, it's also a very crowded space, you know, with over 68,000 realtors in, in the Toronto Real Estate Board. Uh, a lot, big majority are using video. So some tips that I have to stand out in using video is definitely high quality stuff, but uh, more important than the actual video itself, like you say, John, using an iPhone works really well. And we have a friend that does really good stuff using his iPhone. Um, the, the most important thing I would say is audio quality, audio quality. So I caught John off guard with this, with this podcast. So he doesn't have a microphone, but uh, so it might sound like crap. But the most important thing you need is a separate audio microphone that you can just take off the camera a little bit off and then just use that, right? So it just sounds nice and nice and. Uh, you know what's a good idea, Ken? What's you know what we should do is because so if you're watching on video, you see us speaking here, but maybe on audio, um, you'll understand the difference in how you hear us on this recording, based on Ken's got a mic, I have a mic, John doesn't. So let's just say here. I'll go first. I'll say, hey, hey my name is. Okay, so hey, my name is Donnie Mangos. I am a realtor with Keller Williams Deferred Urban Realty. That's my mic. Ken. Hi, my name is Kenneth Yem. I'm the broker broker at Keller Williams Deferred Urban Realty as well, too. I like using audio mics, and the one I have right now is my temporary one. The other one's broken, but it still works really well. John. Hi, I'm John Chai from Union Capital Realty, and I have a really crappy mic. <laughs> so, I mean, there was a clear difference in. so. Uh, I'm listening to the two of them speak and I can hear the difference. So I'm sure the, the audience can hear that as well. John, you probably couldn't cause you have, um, like you can't hear yourself that way, but there's certainly a difference. So Ken values audio highly in a video. So it's, it's different than we're not saying about visuals here, even though we're talking about video, but Ken's association with audio in that video matters. That matters when you're speaking, right? So if you're not speaking and you're going to use this TikTok stuff or like audios or you know, the reels that are music in the background, it doesn't really matter because you're using that audio. But Ken's, I think, comment was about you doing, you delivering a message through education, through a new listing, whatever you want to talk about. But if you're speaking, that capture of that audio matters. And you could solve it pretty cheaply. Um, if you're mobile on your, on your, uh, on your iPhone, you know, a, a wired mic for like 20, 30 bucks solves that problem, right? Because of crappy audio. Um, if you're at a desk like how we are right now, the mic that I'm speaking into right now, I think it cost me 120 bucks maybe. Ken's is probably $6,000, but somewhere in between there is probably something that, that works for you. Uh, so so audio in a video is important. I would completely agree with that. Um, I almost feel like it differentiates someone who knows what they're doing and someone who thinks they know what they're doing. You know, you just feel well, that way when you see the video that's not captured uh, crisply in audio it's professionalism at the end of the day that's right? It. so better quality produced stuff don't kill yourself about getting high quality produced stuff because nowadays all the like our computers in our hands with our phone right look like, at that ken's everything face you need. the camera is so sharp compared to mine you know what it is you know what it is man so, so what i had before i had the sony slr camera and i used that as a webcam but then it just got too fussy with the connections and stuff so i stopped using it so i'm literally using my imac built-in camera but have a good microphone and good lighting, sure. So that's the other part of it too. But ultimately, it's good audio that matters that people want to listen to because as soon as it's crappy quality audio, they're just going to tune out. They're not going to listen anymore. So I think that's the most important thing. Actually, even before that, the, the, the first most important thing is having a good topic, having good guests, and having good content, right? Then comes audio and the production quality and all that kind of stuff. But the better the production quality, the more trustworthy you are. The better you sound across, come across the camera, the better you connect with your audience and the better you get your message through and your message will get heard. So um, yeah, definitely recommend that. John's supposed to have this little microphone thing which didn't come through his Amazon order, unfortunately. That sounds actually crystal clear. Um, but yeah, I think you need to have 
good equipment basic equipment sorry and donnie's point was that you don't need like a high-end stuff you can use the the built-in iphone microphone right or get the little adapter dongle thing that comes with yep. it right? it's sharp enough for sure that's all you really need it's the distance to your mouth like I, I think i think it's important if you are not doing video in part of your reach out to your clients or just creating like evergreen content that exists on the internet so you don't have to always be talking to your clients it's talking for you i think it's important that you you just create content. So just eliminate hurdles. If you think because you sound like crap, you won't record video, then just get something like something very quickly for a mic. Just do it so that you know you're done and remove any barriers to shooting video. Shooting video should be as simple as I'm out there right now. I saw something cool. Even if it's not cool, I just want you to know about it because I want to stay relevant. That, you know, this is what we're trying to do here is just stay on people's platforms. Just shoot whatever you got with what you got. Always have the, the, the good enough material available. Always have your iPhone on. You always have a mic available to you. Um, so you can go shoot that. Remove the hurdles. Because I find in our marketing business, people generally get in their own head about what they have or you know, what it looks like right now or what, how, how their hair looks and that kind of stuff. And so you, create, create, you keep creating hurdles in your own path to getting content out there so that just it eliminates your content entirely. I think in video, Ken, to your point, okay, production is amazing. I think done is far better than perfect, in my opinion. Just get the content out there, especially if you're talking about putting on Instagram stories that are only gonna live for 24 hours and then they're gone. I would rather get on a client's feed for 24 hours and not be perfect, rather than wait on getting it perfect and then not deliver the content entirely and miss the boat on that yes. whatever message. So don't let that uh, production quality stuff, that initial conversation get in the way of things. You can simply use your iPhone, even without a microphone, if you really have to, you don't have that in front of you. You know, like those TikTok videos do really well or Instagram IG Reels videos do really well that are just created natively in the app, right? Again, it just comes down to the story. So speaking with that, uh, Donnie, it's a great segue into different types of content pillars. So you mentioned, um, evergreen content that can live forever as well too. Some other content pillars that you could use are, you know, like, oh, you know what, before I actually get into that, um, you could do video walkthroughs and if you're afraid of being in front of the camera, you can, you can do a puppet if you really want to. I've seen puppets as well too, talking about the real estate market updates, right? You do voiceover. <laughs> okay. Or you can do an actual not... video walkthrough. And <laughs> Me too. So you can, you can do that. Or you can always walk through a property and have a voiceover. Right. So if you're afraid of showing your face on camera, just talk about it. And the one I just did right now did really well. I got 35,000 views and counting. It's pretty wow. good. Some of them, I, I've got like half a million views, some of them, 6 million views. So it really depends on what you're trying to showcase in the story you give it. So hang on, uh, Ken, wait, 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 yeah. yeah, 6 million views. Like, so those that are watching this and thinking, okay, I'll never get that many views. It doesn't even matter. My target from my audience. So Ken's target is different than my target. My target is 400 people. If I can, I just want the right people to see it. And if it's my database and their friends on Facebook and Instagram, I'm creating it just for them. I actually don't care if it doesn't make 6 million views. My database is my business, not internet lead generating. So John, I don't know where you sit on that. And I know Ken does a lot of business for people that he doesn't, he hasn't met yet. That's not my business. And if it's not yours, don't feel bad about that. Just create it for your own audience. Yeah, they don't know I, I, you don't I'm have. On, I'm views. on the same page, and eventually you'll you'll get new viewers that you know get recommended through your database that consistently view uh, your videos. And I think over time you'll build it. But I I think it's both ways are great. You know, I, like I said from the beginning, is that first step is just getting it done. You know, don't need to be perfect. I agree, 
but just getting out there, don't miss the boat, um, just giving it a shot and trying. Yeah, there's no bad video, I think. As long as your content is is legitimate, I think it doesn't matter if your video is bad. I think as long as you start getting a message out there, eventually you'll build up on it and get better and better. No, I think there's some bad videos out there, man. <laughs> well, you know, the good thing is some of the bad videos, the platforms themselves won't distribute them anyway. So even if it is crap, it may not yes. even make it to anyone's feed anyway. So it's like, doesn't. it prevents you from looking bad. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, one thing I should say, though, is it doesn't really matter about 6 million people. Like, you're not trying to address 6 million people. Even if it gets 20 views, 100 views, 5 views, that's 5 phone calls you could have made. You know what I mean? So you just, instead of making those five phone calls, you made one video and you talked to five people or 20 people or whatever it is, you know, 100 people. So if you speak to 20 people, that's a classroom full of people. That's huge. That's you know, huge. How long are you going to get together to get into uh, everybody in a classroom? Totally. Get 100 people together as an auditorium, right? Totally. Get 1,000 people together, 1,000 views. That's a stadium. So, right, this, so you like, look at it that way. This, if you look at it, yeah, you look. If, if the, you're looking at these, uh, what you're creating. So simple ideas, walk through uh, a day in the life, on my way to something, whatever you want to say that showcases you. All you're doing is you're creating. You're doing this so you can have touches with your clients for the most part or prospects. So you can they can feel connected to you. And by doing this, you've attached more stickiness between the, between you and that person. So. You know, just it's important that you understand the reason why you're doing all this is not because it's not for vanity. It's not for you got nothing better to do. It's because you're you're doing it to leverage your time. You can speak to 20, 40, 6 million people um, without having to have individual conversations with each of these people because that would be disastrous. That's it. Sure. So um, let's get into some content pillars, some ideas that you can use for, for video content creation. Um, I'll start with the first one. You can go with some a real estate promo video, for example. So if you want to promotion, like do a promotion on your what you do and your services and your, or your company services or your brokerage, whatever, that's something you can do. Create a nice glossy commercial that you can use for advertising. So that's something we did for you recently, John, for uh, pre-construction condo sales. That's a real estate promo video. Now you're putting some money behind it. Now you can get some ads from it. You can have a landing page and you'll be able to get you'll stand up from the crowd that everyone's using right okay so that's one way uh, we also got real estate uh, testimonial videos so if you get some of your clients on camera uh, and or even if you're at the closing table or you know you put the sign on the yard and everything like that and you just kind of do a little video with them right or you send out a videographer videographer you can contract one of our guys or whoever it is and uh, so to keep it third party and then we ask them questions about how the whole process was Right, or get your assistant to go out there and do something like that. Um, another thing, you could probably do a real estate intro video. I kind of talked about that already. Uh, some tips, some knowledge broker pieces. You always want to make sure that you sound like you know what you're talking about, so you create that trustability when people first interview you. It's kind of like your resume, you know, at the end of the day. I think even like along those lines, house tips. Like, so, you know, we are in the winter and we, we all own houses. You know that when you have those hose bibs, they, the water in the line freezes and it could crack and uh, the pipe and destroy your house, all this kind of stuff. A video walkthrough of you showing them, here's what you got to do now, guys. Is, you know, when it's December, you go here, turn this off. You're not telling them to do it on a, on a checklist. You're showing them, oh, yeah, this is what you got to do because not everyone knows how to do that kind of stuff. That's an example of how you can use the video very quickly um, to get a point across and put that on your Instagram story or something. That's a good one. Yeah, I did one of those and you did really well too. And I think you created a course for that as well too. So that's that's amazing. Um, 
Another thing is you can uh, do property listing videos, of course, that goes needless, needless to say. You can obviously showcase properties with that. Even upcoming listings or something that, uh, you know, exclusive listings, you can always do that as well too. Just sold, you know, things like that. Um, so if you want to talk about a just sold case study and you want to showcase the story that you want to get across of how you actually helped that client and what they did to win, you can't do that in text. It's really hard to do that in text. So if you And it's boring on text, Ken. Like that's, that's, that'd be boring with that. I want to see what they did. I want to see what they got, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. And that's just one of many options. You know, there's always always market update videos and that comes out once a month, right? If you send that out to your clients or your database, that's 12 touches right there. And then also like, you know, home buying trends, home buying mistakes to avoid, any kind of evergreen content that um, you're mentioning before that can just shoot it once and you live forever. Unless you lose like hair or grow hair. Um, in which case they, <laughs> you may want to reshoot it. <laughs> no, there's some people that profile photos from 1990, um, that they don't reshoot it. Okay. So, uh, and then, you know, Glenn always talks about the, uh, the 90 day emergency, no, sorry, 30 day emergency selling window. Is that what he talks yep. about at the end of, at the beginning of every year? That's right. Funny enough. And he says the same script, right? If you have an evergreen piece of content like that, and it just you constantly just do the same thing over and just push it out there. It's a good message. What are some hurdles that you guys are coming across on creating video content? John, you can use this. What are you finding? What is John's on mute. Here's. Oh, there you go. Um, you know what? The, I, I would say just allocating time to drafting up proper content and then shooting it. Obviously, I think uh, the video shoot I did with you last week was our first one and listen it, from beginning to end i'd say it took six hours of my time for one shoot um three to shoot it and i'm sure it took you three hours to edit everything and get it back to me and i spent probably two hours figuring out how to post it and i think that's <clears throat> as an ongoing learning hurdle you know for beginners like me it's this is how much time it takes, but eventually I think, you know, it'll take me less and less time. And like you said, you start building up some content where you can just start clipping things out and using it over and over again as well. And just becomes one piece that are, is used multiple times. Well, it's like that podcast that we did, right? Where you just take that one clip, you can take four to five clips out of that one podcast, one 20 minute conversation, even like this one, for example. And um, you can just post it out there that way. You create your content for the month. So we're actually right now, we're in the middle of shooting batch content for some, uh, some of our team members. And really it's just sitting there asking them 30 questions. And that's just cut it up into 30 pieces of content they can sprinkle out throughout the month, right? Every single day. Yep. And you layer that on top of the, all the <clears throat> green stuff, the testimonials, the real estate promo videos that, you know, just sold, just listed, all that. You, you, you can never do too much video, right? And the more you do it, the better you get at it. Right. You know what? I was, uh, Facebook sent me a video um, this morning. You, you know, when you get up, it's like, hey, man, here's what you did five years ago, four years ago, eight years ago, that kind of stuff. Normally, it's like photos of my kids and stuff. This time, it was, I was standing in a listing and I was doing a, you know, those, hey, it's Donnie Mangos and I'm shooting this video and I'm in the new listing and blah, blah, blah. And oh my God. So my audio was awful. This is five years ago. I looked completely different, by the way. Awful video. Awful, like, resolution on the video itself. Um, I was... It's embarrassing, but you know what? Five years ago, it was totally fine. So, yeah, I'm, I don't even care that it exists. 
I know that I've gotten better. I know, and you know, I had to go through those hurdles to get to the point where I'm okay now, comfortable speaking, you know, to a camera, speaking to an audience that doesn't even exist behind the screen. Uh, so just get out of your own way and don't let it, don't, don't, don't overthink it. Don't stress it. Just do it. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And I think as technology gets better, it makes it easier for the average consumer, right? So like even IG stories or TikTok reels and all that, they make it so easy for you to create a compelling story. We didn't have this like 10 years ago, 20 years ago. You had to create from start from scratch and edit everything. This is just like stories is a thing now. You know what I mean? So if you want to see um, somebody's life, right? At any moment, you just look at their stories. Yeah. And that's what I would I always do. encourage you to have a story at all times, right? Actually. That's what I would do first. Yeah. You, you ask like what? what would you you know what do you maybe some thoughts or what gets what 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 are the struggles you're facing i think just do just do one thing first get on instagram stories um google instagram stories if you don't know what i'm talking about it's really simple to understand once you get into it it's hard to explain on on a, on a you know in words like this got to be you got to see it no anyway so just do that and just get comfortable doing that if all you did was just start with that you'll build you'll build recognition and you'll build your touches with your clients and you'll build a business through that and then you expand on other things yeah that way you don't stay as a secret uh, ninja agent or the word like, yeah secret, secret agent or you're hidden away yeah. you know like we all know that people like that john right that just kind of are hidden you know and like what do you do for a living you know what i mean like if we didn't know them we would know the realtors right so you yeah. get out there you know um and i think the other thing is to keep in mind is that social media is not your complete answer for lead generation that should not be your only strategy because we also all know people individually that aren't using social media, that find it a distraction and uh, actually cut themselves off from it altogether. How are you going to reach those people? Right? It's not going to be through your stories. I know, but you know, I mean, I, I, for sure. We're talking about leverage here though, right? We're talking about getting, get started, just do something. You're not going to do, I mean, this is not the all encompassing solution. And be all, yeah, for, sure. for sure. But it's just one of the pillars. For sure, but just get started with that. I think it's okay. Like, you know, uh, me personally, how I use video is um, I don't go as elaborate as well, John. It sounds like I, I didn't even see your video yet, John. But it sounds like you created something that's pretty magnificent. And Ken's company helped you with that. That's really like that's production value. That is, it comes with a budget. I don't, I, I don't use that budget for for creating videos like that. A lot of times, it's basically what you see right now on the screen if you're watching this. Like it's really simple. It's a Zoom setup, and I'm talking or I'm doing a, like talking about an article, or whatever. But a lot of times, what I do is I use another uh, an app. There's a several free ones like Loom. I use Dub, and I'll send a video message to somebody. So just record myself saying, "Hey, Ken." I just, you know, was thinking about you, want to say hi, um, you know, happy new year, blah, 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 whatever I want to say. 15 seconds, off it goes. What I've done was I've connected with my, with my client. I've made it very easy for them to consume. Um, and I've also limited how much time I'm spending on that one client because I'm doing this maybe 15 times in a day. I don't have the opportunity to speak to that many people in one day. And I've done my point. I've done my part to connect with them, make sure that they remember that I, that I exist. And I'm selling real estate still. So it just it's a way to use it's a way to leverage. It's all about leverage. Awesome. And they also say that eighty percent of all internet traffic right now is video. Whether no it's kidding. Or live streams or whatever. Yeah, so all online traffic is video. So it's gonna get more and more compelling. Less people are using cable, obviously, right? Everyone's going to Netflix and all that. And even that I think uh, eventually moves to YouTube and, and all the social platforms. So okay. I think uh, yeah, you'd be missing out if you're not in this video channel. And chances are you probably you already know that because you're watching this, right? Or listening to this, whatever it might be. But um, yeah, it's definitely an important pillar, uh, not your only pillar, just like anything else. 
but uh, certainly important. Cool. Any questions? That's it. Yeah, yeah I just want questions. Yep. No, I think it's important that we talk about this because video is, it is becoming a big, big concept, big deal. It's a way to get leverage, and this is this podcast is what's working in real estate. Well, guess, guess what, guys? Video is working in real estate, and if you're not doing it, you're getting left behind because yeah. it's it's moving there, and if you're not going to be there, it's going to move on without you. So that number of sixty-eight thousand agents, you know, might very well be shrunk in half if if you're not on video because you're going to be, be forgotten about. You're not going to exist. That's true. And I find also the commercial guys are starting to get into video too, which is funny because typically it was just all residential, but now it's starting to get... Uh, you know why? I, I think because for the most part, video has been, very much been um, business to consumer, B2C. It really hasn't been business to business, but I think now that it's so normal, yeah. you're starting to see videos on LinkedIn a lot more now, like that kind of stuff. And so I think B2B, video is going to take over there too. So on Ken's next class, he'll be teaching you how to how to shoot business videos for businesses <laughs> coming up in February. We actually have a course already built up for that, but anyway. See? Whatever. All right, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Catch you in the next one. Hey, if you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe, share it with a friend, and leave a comment below. And if you want to learn more about our brokerage, visit ykw.ca. Thanks for listening. See you the next one.